This podcast is produced and managed by Kangaroo Fern Media Lab, Australia's independent video and podcast company. We do the podcasting hard bits so you don't have to. We make podcasts easy. Book a call at www.kangaroofern.com. www.kangaroofern.com. This podcast is produced and managed by Kangaroo Fern Media Lab, Australia's independent video and podcast company. We do the podcasting hard bits so you don't have to. We make podcasts easy. Book a call at www.kangaroofern.com. www.kangaroofern.com. Welcome to Samutsari, Conversations with Mimi, a weekly podcast by Dinosocial, also a member of the Guerrilla Podcast Syndicate. Samutsari is where we can show that ordinary people do extraordinary things. Tune in to be entertained and to learn something new with your host, Mimi Lorilla. So welcome everyone to Samutsari Conversations with Mimi podcast. I am your host, Mimi Lorilla, and this is the episode that focuses on hot topics of interest for men and women alike. But in season two, as you know, we are interviewing professionals who are doing their passion, their talents, their jobs online. And we're hoping to inspire our listeners, our viewers about the options that are available for people who are working online. And today is no exception. I have um, a person working in, um, because we are all over the world, hopefully people from overseas are listening to us. I'm not even sure if I can say I'm overseas or they are overseas. We're such a global community. However, I know that this person is nearer to me because most of the people that I interview are people from overseas. And her name is Chloe Bright. Miss Chloe Bright, I would like to um, welcome you to the show and greet our listeners and viewers at this time. Thank you so much. Um, thank you so much for having me. And um, I'm really excited for this. Yeah. So, Chloe, let's get to know you a little bit more because rather than me telling the story, I'd like our listeners and our viewers to hear it from you uh, firsthand. Can you tell them a little bit about yourself, what you are doing at the moment? Is this a business? Is it a job with a certain company? How are you working online? So explain your role a little bit more. Yeah, sure. Um, so I I have my own business online. Um, it's called Strategy and Soul. Um, and I, myself, I'm an online business manager and marketing specialist. Um, so I help business owners, um, specifically coaches and creatives, um, to kind of scale their business, give them the support and strategy that they're looking for to take their business to the next level. Um, and it's a mix of kind of strategy. Um, uh, it's a mix of strategy and it's also helping them to implement the strategies as well. Um, so, so that they can up-level their business and scale yeah. their business. Um, I started off in the online space as a virtual assistant and my role has very naturally evolved into online business management and marketing. Mm. And I love 
Fantastic. So, Chloe, just to give a bit of a background, did you have to start this virtual space as a person with the skills prior to being a virtual assistant? Or did you just learn it because you wanted to become one? Like other people started as office workers who just got tired of their office work. So they transitioned into online. So how was that journey like for you? Yeah, yeah, awesome. So when I I, I started in, I, I guess when I first started working, I started in administration and accounts assistance. Um, so I got a bit of an overview of how businesses run from a financial point of view. I helped with the books, invoicing, um, invoicing and reconciling accounts, things like that. So I got a bit of an overview there and then I actually entered the wedding industry and have my own business in the wedding industry. It was a wedding venue um, and I got to, I had a business partner and we had a team um, in that business. So I got to get a feel for kind of what I liked to do the most um, and learn a ton about business, um, all different aspects. Um, I had different, I got to explore both working as like an event coordinator and doing marketing and admin and um, managing staff and um, sales and even like cleaning uh, and everything. yeah I did a bit of everything and um, at the I had we had that business for three years um, about three years and sold the business and over that time it became really successful um, and we sold it really successfully so um, but it gave me a really good idea about what I really loved the most and what I didn't like doing so much. And what I was really drawn to was the marketing side and coordinating the coordinating side. Um, so I knew I wanted to go back into business and go focus on those things that I really loved, but in a way that gave me the flexibility to travel more, um, and that sort of thing. So I did go into corporate for a year just to kind of recoup and I was a little bit burnt out so I just needed some time to recoup and see what the corporate world was like but I hated it. Mm. Um, After a year in the corporate world I moved into virtual assistance and I utilized those skills that I had developed um, in the wedding industry and as an accounts and administration sort of role that I had when I worked for someone else as well and um, kind of pulled them together to become a virtual assistant and then learned a hell of a lot along the way as well. That's right. Well, that seems to be a very, what do you call that? It's probably not as smooth sailing as it would have been, but you naturally evolved into those um, niches and, and types of work. So would you say that is it easier for you being a business owner or working for somebody in the virtual space. So, because you mentioned a lot of your different roles and a lot of different skills, was that a natural progression for you? Would you rather have stayed, you know, getting clients as a person working for them versus as a businesswoman who gets the clients and to assist them? It's like, you know, shifting the mindset and shifting the focus of your work. Can you expound on that a little bit more? Yeah, I I really love business. I've loved business for years. I learned about business back when I was a teenager and knew I always wanted my own business. Um, 
So I think for me, there's definitely always mindset things that you have to work through and deal with. I think even to this day, I have mindset stuff and limiting beliefs that I need to work through. I think they're always going to be a thing. Um, I think moving into the business space, it feels like there's a lot more challenges and mindset stuff to work on, um, but it's so much more worth it. Like I, I'm so much happier that now than when I was working in corporate um, and I'm really doing what I love and I'm learning a lot, which is something that I love doing. I really thrive when I'm really pushing myself and learning a lot more, a lot of information, whereas um, corporate got a bit, um, I guess, mundane for me, like the same thing kind of happened each day. Um, and there wasn't that opportunity for me to grow in the role that I was in. So um, yeah, I it's been super challenging. I Like I look back sometimes at my business journey and I go, oh, how did I manage to do that all and get to where I am? But it's been super worthwhile, super wow. worthwhile. It's, it's all inspiring me already, but what can you say would be the best aspects of your job now? So one thing is I keep hearing something about you're learning along the way, you're, you're getting more skills along the way. So aside from that, would you say time is, is an asset of yours now? Is that one of the best aspects of being in an online business owner? And what else can you add to that? Yeah, um, definitely the flexibility and it being able to decide what I want to do with my time. Um, that's massive, that's really important to me and a big part of why I'm in the online space. Um, the ability to travel and work from anywhere. Um, the ability to decide who my clients are and um, what they're all about. So I, I definitely work with business owners who um, they're really excited to grow, they're uh, really invested in having a growth mindset um, and really understand the value um, of taking their business to the next level. Um, so just the ability to choose who I want to work with, who really inspires me to work with rather than um, taking clients for the sake of taking clients. Because um, I, I don't think it, do, it does anyone any good to work with people that they don't want to work with. That's right. Um, yeah, so uh, being able to choose who I work with now is really important. Um, and it keeps me inspired and loving what I do every day. Um, being able to have the freedom to pivot when things aren't working. So if I decide that a service is for me anymore and I don't want to offer it, I can I can make that change pretty easily. Um, yeah, there's so, so many benefits. Um, and just, yeah, learning heaps every day, getting to choose what I want to learn actively, being able to have the time to put into learning and growing as a person and my skill sets as a online business, business manager and marketer. Um, yeah, they're probably the main ones that come to mind at the okay. moment, but I'm sure I could rubble a heap more. <laughs> That's a whole new episode in itself. I've yeah. been interviewing some people who are just starting out in their virtual assistant um, freelance journey and they were telling me that they're struggling to get clients. Like they don't really know where to get these clients from, how to target these clients, how to market themselves. 
as freelancers and virtual assistants. Alongside that, they're having problems with, you know, the financial, the cash flow side of it. So I heard you say you have the ability to choose who the clients you want to work for, uh, to make sure that you're happy, they're happy, and both of you align in terms of your skills and, and, and their mindset as well. So how do you advise those newbies about, you know, just getting the clients because they need the money right now versus getting the clients so you're not feeling trapped in your own business and you're, and you're feeling empowered like your clients. So how do you, you know, juggle those competing viewpoints and dilemma for, for new people working in the online space? I think it, it's a bit of a balance and it's something that I think most people would intuitively know if they really ask themselves deep down um, about where they're at. But um, when I started, it was all about, my business was all about me getting to explore and figuring out what services I love to offer and what services I didn't like to offer um, and what sort of clients I wanted to work with as well. I had a rough idea of which clients I wanted to work with, but um, I wanted to give myself the opportunity to kind of go out there just and give it a go and explore. Um, so what I did at the very start was um, I thought about who I wanted to serve and I went out and I found where they were hanging out. So I did a lot of in-person networking events, I did some online networking, um, I utilize the network that I already had and I let them know what I was doing and what I was up to and how I could help them. Um, I think the more you can sit down with people, business owners or whoever your ideal client is and have a chat to them and give some free advice or tell them what you can do, um, the better um, to kind of get you get you started. Um, and then you do, you will reach a point where you start to get really clear on exactly who that ideal client is and exactly what the services are that you want to offer. Um, and you can start to niche down into that. So um, once you're really clear on those two things, you can um, start marketing towards that. So letting people in your network know what you're up to, um, continuing to grow the networking events, both online and offline. Um, and starting to um, get a bit of a social media presence and posting um, posts and things that are really going to resonate with that ideal client because at that, that point you will really know who they are, what their pain points are, what they need, um, that sort of thing. And you'll be really clear as well on what you can help with and the transformation that you're going to provide. Because at, at the end of the day, where selling a transformation we're not we're selling a service but um your your goal is to get your client from a to b and that might be a client has a podcast that needs editing and you can provide the editing service and a fully fully edited podcast episode at the end of that so work out what that transformation is and um focus in on that that's right so my takeaway from what you just said is not to be afraid of being out there and you know, getting to know your market, your client, do a lot of networking and short promote yourself because you're working online. There's no other way but to put yourself out there <laughs> in whatever face-to-face -face or online means. So um, 
do I have uh, the right impression that because you're a business owner now, you have a small team working with you? Or, or are you still doing everything on your own, like when you started? Do you have a small team doing the little jobs for you? Yeah, yes. Yeah. So I have, um, I'm at that point in my business where I've got my own virtual assistant working for me. She helps me with some of my clients' work. So some of my clients are on packages that I just do the work and it's just me, me and the business owner. Um, and then other clients are happy for, um, for me to kind of delegate some of the work out to my VA. Um, so it's a bit of a mix between those two at the moment, um, but I've just, I've just bringing on board a um, graphic designer for an hour or two a week as well, and um, another potential VA to help with some of the admin as well. So it's it's growing and got a small team. That's right. So uh, that's pretty exciting because you're the first person that I interviewed who already has a small team. Other people are still doing everything on their own and i said to myself i need to ask a question that talks about scaling <laughs> if people want to be in this business for a longer time they need to be able to find ways to scale um their business um chloe just another question for you what changes have you seen in the va industry or the freelancing industry since the time you started up to now what kind of trends have you picked up on or what have you observed personally uh, because you are running your own business now, but you started as your own freelance person doing work for others. Yeah, there's so much. I think for me on a personal and a, as a business owner, it's changed so much. Um, trends have changed a heap as well, but um, I probably can talk more to my experience in business. So um, going from a freelancer kind of doing it all to a business owner with a small team, has been massive and um, I think really learning how to delegate well and um, play to everyone's strengths like I, being able to be really self-aware and for me to go I love doing this but I'm stuck on it um, I should delegate it out and usually it's a bit of a mindset thing like I'm procrastinating on something and I just need like that extra bit of help to get started so um, using my team in that instance and going, well, hey, have you done this before? Can you help get this started? Um, so that I can get over that hump of procrastination that I get sometimes. Um, yeah, has been a big part of learning to utilize my team to help support me and keep the business moving forward and the work moving forward a lot faster than it would be if I was just doing it all on my own and just had mm -hmm. to kind of um, move forward with those tasks that I don't um, I'm not as great at on all on my own because mm. like that's what that's what we're trying to achieve at the end of the day as virtual assistants or um, online business managers or um, service providers is we're trying to help our clients to um, do more of what they love and really play to their strengths so I've taken that and into my own business and looked at where I'm, where am I really good at? What do I love doing? What inspires me? And what maybe doesn't inspire me as much, or I don't love as much, or is taking me a bit more time because it's not my best strength. Yeah. Um, and really learning to delegate that out. So it's been really interesting being the business owner in that respect, because that's essentially what I'm helping my clients with. 
That's right. So have you ever had any experience with a very difficult client? Or so far your clients have been pretty uh, ideal and they're your dream clients? Just to give a little bit of a perspective, because some people might think that in in an online space, everybody is you know kind to everyone, but you never know. <laughs> is it the same as working in the corporate? You have good colleagues, bad colleagues, good boss, bad boss. Is it the same in your business right now? Yeah, I think that's the nature of life. Like you're always going to have lots of different personalities and different people approaching you. And I think as time goes on, you get better at identifying who your ideal client is, who you can best serve and who you can best work with. Um, and I have a really amazing bunch of clients now that I love working with and they all feel very aligned, um, but it wasn't always like that. And I've learned the hard way a couple of times um, that I started working with someone who wasn't the right fit. Um, and I've kind of, it's a hard thing to navigate. And I think all service providers are going to come across that situation at some point or another. Um, I definitely have. I, there was someone who was way, like way not aligned with me that I, comes to my mind. And um, I think, yeah, you've just, you've just got to, I know it's hard, especially if you're struggling with income at the time, uh, which I think I was um, from memory. And I think, but I think it's better that you end that working relationship um, and just have faith that someone else is going to come along that's a better mm -hmm. fit before you run out of money. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. So now that we're given this situation about COVID, the pandemic, the way we've radically changed the way we work. Um, and the environment of this freelance online virtual assistant business, do you think there will come a time that this will be a saturated industry that you wouldn't have any more clients to to help out? Or do you think there's more opportunity available given our current situation? We're kind of like not really doing a crystal ball kind of prediction, but um, based on what's happening in your business, what do you think would be the future of the VA industry? I think it is booming. I don't think that there's enough VAs out there for the amount of businesses that need VAs um, and online business managers. I think we're like barely scratching the surface, to be honest. And I think this is the way that the world's going. I think even before COVID, um, there were reports of like by 2025, a certain we were going to have a certain number of more people who were service providers, freelancers, contractors, rather than employees so and i just think that it provides so much more flexibility for people um in all at at in all areas of life um that i think that that's definitely where we're moving especially for women i think that the the traditional more corporate world lends itself to men doing having more opportunities so i feel like there's a big there's a lot of women out there who have kind of started to pave the way in the online business space um, who are killing it. And I think we're going to keep seeing that as more and more, uh, more and more as the years go by. Um, and a lot of VAs, they do, they'll start as a VA and they'll tra transition as well into other business opportunities as time goes on. They might be a VA for a couple of years or 10 years and then transition into coaching or another a specific service that they provide or online business management or 
things like that. So there's always opportunities for new VAs to kind of come through and um, get clients. I think that there's so much opportunity out there. Yeah, so the, in terms of like fishing, you know, your wide, you know, casting your net wider into the big ocean, you'll never run out of fish to catch. Is that what you're saying? There's still plenty of fish out there. So what would be your advice to a person who's listening or watching us right now who wants to go into this industry, but they're still sitting on the fence, you know, they're not sure whether this is really right for them. They're afraid of making mistakes. They're probably afraid of quitting their jobs now because of obviously the income considerations. Um, would this, this still be a good opportunity for them if they become a VA, for example? Yeah, I think that the beauty about becoming a VA is that it's it can, you can start with literally no risk or no no expense. You can start it as a side hustle alongside your corporate job um, or whatever work that you're doing. You can get a part-time job and work as a VA on the side or you can jump all in. When I, when I started, I jumped all in and it worked out really quickly for me. Um, so, and I think it's like anything, you put your mind to it and it'll happen. If you fully commit to it, it's going to happen for you. You do need to have a, that element of trust in there that you can do it. And as long as you're taking action towards getting the results that you're after, it'll it'll kind of happen for you. But I saw a quote today that I thought was really fitting for this. Um, it said, no risk, no magic. And I love that quote because it, you've got to take that risk and take that leap of, leap of faith that it's going to work. Uh, and then that's when the magic happens until you take that step and take that leap of faith the magic is it's not going to be there so um if you're if you're going to do it go all in and um feel free to send me a message as well i'm sure you'll link my instagram or something to the podcast in the podcast so, um send me a message tell me about where you're at and um let's let's chat about yeah. it yeah. So Chloe can be um, your mentor. So if you're looking for somebody to give you um, a richer advice in terms of how to transition from a, a, a freelancer VA into an online business owner, then that Chloe might be that person to, to help you out. I'm, I'm pretty sure there are people that are just, um, you know, what do you call that? Um, analysis paralysis <laughs> or, or something. They, they like to do something, but they're scared to move forward with their with their idea so that's a good takeaway again from you chloe would there be any other last minute advice or things that you would like to share regarding your business or regarding the work that you do um to the people that are listening or watching to um in our show um i think just following on from what we we're just talking about the the it's been a bit of a risk the whole way through. It's felt scary. I've had limiting beliefs that I've had to work through. It's been challenging, but it's been so super rewarding. And I've, I've loved every minute, even the challenging moments. And the challenges have made it really memorable and also really rewarding as well. So um, if you are thinking about it, um, yeah, send me a message. I know that sometimes talking it out to someone who has been there and understands can be um, can mean the difference between you taking action and giving it a go versus sitting on it for another six, 12 months, years. That's right. um, yeah, so yeah, anyone out there who needs some advice, feel free to message me. And um, yeah, it's 
so worthwhile. I'm a big believer in the power of having your own business, um, taking control of your future, and um, that the work will pay off that you're putting in. Wow, fantastic. So that's amazing, Chloe. I'm really, really um, happy for your business that it's now really flourishing. You've got a small team. You're still living your dream. You're living the life that you really want. And that's my hope through this show that other people will see what you've been doing. You become an example to them. And hopefully they can also move beyond their own limiting beliefs. That's another good word that I learned from you today that I picked up on. And even in my current work, because this is my passion project this podcast you know it's like a hobby of mine but my key takeaway from that is what in whatever i do i need to go beyond my limiting beliefs as well i need to continue improving as a person and, and that's the only way that we can really enjoy our life to the fullest and become uh, always the better ber- version of ourselves so chloe thank you for the time that you've given us in this show i wish that go on and on and chat over coffee and things like that but in every podcast there's a beginning and there's an end <laughs> so we've come to the end of our program so i really wish to thank you for uh, your time today and for our viewers and listeners if you have any stories or topics that you would like me to feature on the show my details are available in the description box um and may i remind everyone that samut sari is a member of the gorilla podcast syndicate you can reach out to us, the Gorilla Podcast team, or to me via my Facebook page or my YouTube channel for more information about uh, our podcast and the shows that we produce. Thank you once again, Chloe. I would like to say goodbye to our listeners and viewers. Um, and gra- have a great day. Have a great day, Chloe, and have a great day, everyone. See you all. Thank you. Bye. If you find value in this episode, make sure you like and subscribe to be notified of new releases. If you have any questions or suggestions, please reach out to Gorilla Podcast or send us an email at nimi at dinosocial.com. Spread the word and don't forget to tune in next time. We are Independent Podcast Network. We are Guerrilla Podcast Syndicate. Would you like to hear your brand while supporting quality podcasts? Contact us now at advertise at guerrillapodcastsyndicate.com. Are you ready to finally start your own podcast? Maybe you already have one, but need a podcast manager to help you level up. We're here for either. Book a call at www.kangaroofern.com www.kangaroofern.com